0: Hey, good morning, everybody. Scott Luton with Supply Chain Now. Welcome back to the show here today. We are broadcasting from the 18th Annual Reverse Logistics Association Conference and Expo, the center of the universe for all things returns management and reverse logistics, at least this week, right here in Vegas. I'm joined by a couple of fantastic featured guests, one repeat guest. We've got Julie Ryan, Senior Manager. Uh, North America Returns and Remarketing with HP. Julie, how are you doing?
1: Hi, good. Glad to be back. It
0: is great to see yes. you. I'll tell you, the world's changed in the last couple of years, oh, huh? A
1: little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Looking forward to revisit with you. And it's you brought nice. a friend, Yes. Reed Genzel, Remarketing Program Manager, also with HP.
2: Yes, absolutely. Great to see you. First time here at RLA and glad to be
0: here. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome, welcome. You're amongst friends. That's right. Great to have. We love our repeat guests. So. Uh, Before we get down into, uh, we've been calling it soup of the day, right? Returns management, reverse logistics, those are the big themes. Before we get there, let's rekindle our knowledge of one Julie Ryan and our new friend Reed Ginzel. So, Julie, tell us where you grew up. Give us some context there.
1: Well, I have a little bit of color here because um, I was the product of a corporate America dad. Okay. So, born at, outside of Chicago, lived in Detroit, outside of Detroit, Iowa, Fargo, North Dakota. Really? Fargo? And landed in Texas my senior year in high school. So I think my claim to fame is I went to three high schools in <laughs> <and> three states.
0: <laughs> so how, so, oh, so many questions, so little time. Of all those cities you mentioned, those great cities? Yes. What was uh, What was your most endearing one?
1: Chicago. And we still try and get back every couple of years. And it's uh, really the the city, Lake Shore Drive, but the Chicago deep dish pizza.
0: I'm with you. I'm a (laughs) fan. I love Chicago. We've been a couple times in the early fall before it gets really cold and you can sit outside and eat at at farmer's Mm festival, all this stuff. Yes. The pizza, you name it. It's such a great, great city. Love
1: the city. Wouldn't want to go today, though. No. It's cold. I bet. I bet. Uh, All
0: right, Reed, how about you? I think yours It's a little easier, more more simple history. It's
2: not quite as exciting as Julie's, so to speak, but I was actually born and raised, landed in Texas day one for Reed, and uh, grew up in Cypress, Texas. It's a northwest suburb of Houston. Lived there my entire life. It's grown massively, and I've gotten to see that expansion. And we actually like it so much that I got married. We rooted ourselves in Cypress. And we have two kids that are hopefully going to continue to grow up in Cyprus.
0: <laughs> Further laying down your roots, how old are your children?
2: We have a three year old and a one year old, a oh three year old girl God. and a one year old boy. Man, those are exciting ages. Mm-hmm. We're in the thick of it right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Uh, one quick follow up question. So, Cyprus, uh, you see, uh, lots of growth right outside of Houston. What's one thing that Cyprus is known for beyond having uh, the, the Ginzel kids running around? So, little-known fact is it's actually the third-largest
2: school district in Texas, right behind Houston ISD and Dallas ISD. Really? It's a very big school district.
0: So, you weren't kidding when it comes to growth.
2: No, not at all. There's <laughs> probably over 10 high schools. It's probably closer to 12 or 13 high schools in okay. sci School District.
0: All right. Well, um, one other thing, little tidbit we picked up on You Read... Uh, from our dear friend, the one and only, Tevin E. Taylor, is that you're also a fellow Texas A&M fan and maybe alum too? That's correct. Graduated from Texas A&M, a
2: fourth-generation Aggie, so I almost didn't have a choice. It chose me.
0: (laughs) Fourth-generation Aggie. Um, So as we're getting around to my next question, favorite sports team, Aggies
2: clearly is number one. Is that that's correct? And to be specific, probably the Johnny Manziel era. I mean, I was a student during that time, and there wasn't anything more exciting than going and watching Johnny, especially
0: as he was progressing through the season, and see how special that was. He was a giant killer, wasn't he? He was. So well, there's going to be some big days coming up, from what we tell. Uh, Tevin was making some uh, broad predictions yesterday with us. They signed, I think, number one. Class for college football. That's Jumbo correct. You're doing some big things. So we'll see how that plays out. Maybe that will factor into your big, bold prediction we're going to get from you later in the show. That's a good call. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. All right, so Julie, bring you back in as we as we kind of wrap up this little get-to-know-you section on the front end, your favorite sports team.
1: So um, I follow sports. I enjoy sports because I had a brother and a dad who did, and I have a, what I call a sports team. Addict okay. husband, <laughs> okay. love sports, so I'm probably loyal to the Rockets and their he's NBA team. Yeah, Houston yeah, uh, Rockets, mm-hmm. and then I
0: think they won back to back. They uh, did back in the nineties, right? That's yep. right. 90s, and mm-hmm. yep.
1: And uh, my husband actually went to one of those games. Really? Yep. And then of course our Astros.
0: Astros, yes, goodness gracious, talented, talented Astros team. Okay, well, let's get down to business. Uh, We've talked kind of hometowns or home regions, maybe, Julie, with yours. We've talked sports teams. Let's talk about the year that keeps on giving, right? We've learned so much as a business, as humanity, you name it beyond, in 2021. It gave us eureka moments by the truckload oftentimes. So uh, back with you, uh, Reed. Give me one eureka moment that 2021 gave you.
2: I would say increasing our brand within inside of HP, okay. finding new ways to connect. Not everybody knows what our team does in returns management and reverse logistics. So getting our reach out there, and that almost happened naturally with COVID because there was so much of a need for product, right. and where do they need to turn to find it? Our team right here within HP.
0: Right, everybody uh, needed more and more equipment. Home offices, they, they mm-hmm. grew. we wow. talk about growth and, and yep. sprawling home offices. I bet y'all are keeping up with hot demand, huh? Absolutely. Um, all right. So how about you, Julie, when we think I, of Eureka Moments?
1: I, kind of picking up of what <clears throat> Reed said, but with the forward team, they had short supplies. So they had some inventory just recently was the best example of that was sitting in with Windows 10. Yeah. Well, Microsoft released Windows 11. So they needed to rework them. They learned of our capabilities of our partners. So we brought them in, re, reworked them. Loaded them with Win11 um, and got them out for a shopping network that we are all familiar with before their launch. <laughs> right. So that was a really great insight to be able to partner with them.
0: Mm-hmm. And give the people what they want is what I'm yeah. hearing, right? All
1: right? And when they want it. And we have the supply mm-hmm. and the capabilities. Yes. yes.
0: Right? Uh, and, and now folks are more aware, per your, what you shared earlier, Reed, they're more aware of what HP can do in that brand. Brand awareness. Um, let's talk about what you do more specifically at HP. So, Julia start with you. What in your role uh, as senior manager, in North America returns and remarketing, where do you spend your time?
1: So, I lead the end-to-end team, Canada and U.S. That we begin with the forecasting and the planning, the strategy of what the returns are going to come back. We work with our customers on their return requests, approvals. In the middle, the operations includes crediting. Remanufacturing and then the tail end of remarketing and selling it back with the HP warranty.
0: Man, that's yeah. like three full plates. Julie, it's
1: a good end-to-end <laughs> team because we're we're small but mighty and can work fast. Yeah, and we're really like a business within a big business, yeah. so it's nice.
0: Good old planning and forecasting. <laughs> we love we love that when it comes to supply chain. And right?
1: that has been quite a. Challenge and an interest with this whole pandemic. Mm-hmm.
0: I bet so. That yeah. we could probably produce a whole series oh, totally. on yes. that next yeah. go round.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So, Reid, what about you and your role? So, on the tail end
2: of what Julie's describing there would be the re- remarketing strategy. So, once we have figured out Julie's team's done the planning, the forecasting, the operational piece, the refurbishment, once we have items that have come back to us, we have to figure out where in the channel, if we want to put it in the channel, what do we want to do with that product so we have a team uh, under julie that manages that entire strategy and we execute on that strategy of do we want to put it here in the channel do we have other alternatives that we can utilize for that product so that's what we we're always trying to look for increasing hp market share by what we do with the return side of the business i
0: gotcha. sounds like you're uh, executing smart business where you know where the demand is is want to things Mm -hmm. y'all look at right
2: and that's exactly what we have to look at is where's the demand where's the best place for us to put that product
0: it it changes y'all y'all find it changes regularly is there is there uh, a couple of hallmarks things you can lean on and then the rest speak to the change in channels well there's never
2: a cookie cutter approach so you always have to adapt and we touch everything that's something that's unique about our organization is that some of the business units they only focus on monitors they might focus on desktops we have to be be prepared to touch every single piece of it
0: wow okay uh, so you don't get any sleep at night, <laughs> it sounds like to me. I mean, I can only for imagine. For me, that's due to kids, not okay. so much. <laughs> All right. So let's, we've talked about your roles. Let's kind of broaden things out. When it comes to reverse logistics, returns management, you know, while we're here this week, Center of Universe for that space is right here in Vegas yes. at the RLA Conference and Expo. What's one thing or two things that you're focused on in that space right now, Julie?
1: Well, one of the big things is hybrid workers, right? Not only are we HP employees working from home, but the world is. All of us, yeah. The world is. So what products are can we target from a development and a design? But in particular for us, it has shifted who we're selling to and the demand for mm. that. So mm. making sure we're on top of s- supplying and pricing and putting intentionally putting notebooks, docking stations, the monitors, the product that are customers need in their homes to equip their employees
0: man so we we sat here i want to say february 20 was it 2020 right last time we Mm -hmm. were actually on the other side of the uh, exhibition hall and little did we know just a few weeks later really yeah a few weeks later because really MODEX, which followed this conference just by a few weeks, as I recall, and two years, everything's changed. Right. But that was our last in-person event for pro- for probably 18 months.
1: Wow. You know, yeah. and
0: kind of some of the changes you are speaking to, yep. the changes that your teams at HP has had to react to and then put a plan together to meet people and consumers where they want to be mm-hmm. met, right? Yeah,
1: and our, and our corporate customers. Right. Yeah, right. that's been the big demand. They've, yes. they've got to have product for their employees to work
0: that's right employee experience okay yes. read about you when you when your sur- survey again reverse logistics is returns management mm-hmm. uh, i'm not gonna throw y'all in there i'm a big <laughs> nerd for this kind of stuff so y'all might can join me in my fandom but what's one or two of the things that you're tracking
2: well kind of like you're talking about fandom we've seen the resurgence of pc gaming in the industry and I have a passion for that, so I can relate to that. And what we saw early on was there was, PC gaming was very prominent in yep. the early phases of gaming. Now, or later on, it got into console gaming. Right. And we had the Xbox, all those different brands. And then now we're seeing everything is shifting back to the PC gaming. And we've seen very rapidly the amount of PC console, or PC that have gone out, PC gaming that have gone out. And as we can see on the macro side of, of the trend, where as those shipments on the Ford side increase, we're going to naturally get more returns back. Right. And so understanding that market, being able to tap into the right places within that market is something that we're highly interested in following. And as a an avid gamer, I, I, I have a passion for it.
0: Right. Okay. I got to follow up with a question there, right? Yeah. I grew up with a Sega Genesis yeah. uh, and then a PlayStation. And, and now my son is... Uh, uh, Nintendo Switch. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. That's his. That's his. That's his passion. And he's discovered Fortnite, and to hear him strategize with his friends his Fortnite game. It is, it is, it is awesome. But it, it's, it's blown up mm-hmm. to your point.
2: It, it, and what's great about the gaming is it's a like you mentioned, you can connect with your friends virtually, which is something that happened a lot during COVID. You couldn't always get out and play with your friends outside. So what did you do? You connected them virtually. Yes. And gaming allows people to do that. And it's not something everybody understands. They think you need to connect via social media. Gaming is another great outlet for that.
0: Okay. One more follow-up question to this. Your, fav- your favorite game, Reed? <laughs> probably probably
2: Call of Duty Warzone. Okay, uh, The good Battle Royale, Call of Duty franchise is great. So that would be my answer for that. But uh, there's a lot of games that I like to participate in.
0: Awesome. Awesome. We'll see about your, your kids. They may follow right in your footsteps. <laughs> Who knows? You might have competitions and tournaments uh, in the Genzel household. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. We've run the gamut here, but anything else based on both of y'all shared? Anything else before we get into a bold, fearless prediction? Okay. All right. So, Reed, Um break out your mighty, mighty crystal ball mm-hmm. and give us a big, bold prediction for 2022. So, so as we, we talked about in the Eureka
2: moment, one of the things that we have to do within HP is get brand recognition within HP, what we do. And we're seeing as we have supply constraints, as well as the whole entire shift in products with HP is now not so much as a device, but as a service. Mm. And as we're seeing that HP is rolling out more service-based programs, we have to, in returns, be able to adapt to that as well. And I think we've had a lot of opportunities to be able to to collaborate with different business units and take returns and be able to remanufacture them with those same service requirements that they have on the new side, which then also allows the new side to tap into our products because it's the same offering.
0: Mm. Love that. Love that. So, we're going to see a lot more of it. Right. Exactly. Right. So,
2: you're going to see, as we've seen throughout COVID, more reliance on our team. You're going to see, I think, a big increase in that within the next year.
0: I love that. I ask you a quick follow-up question. Yeah. Clearly, right. HP has invested in the talent and the operations to be able to handle and process returns and get them back out in the marketplace. We need more companies to kind of follow HP's lead there. I mean... Easy softball question, but would you agree?
1: Oh, Totally, yeah. And I think more and more companies and industries are recognizing the importance to invest mm. in a reverse team because of the margin and the, the loss. And the, the opportunity. opportunity with sustainability, yes. circularity, whatever the word you want to use within your company it's really, really important.
0: Agree. And consumers demand it more and more. Yeah. Right. Okay. Wait, well, it's been so cool to check back in with you yes, after a couple like of years. Nice. Reed, nice to meet you. I mean, that uh, sounds like HP got another great we team did. member <laughs> in uh, the Pride of Cypress, Texas. Let's make sure folks can connect with both of y'all, though. So, Julie, you first. How can they connect with so you? So,
1: best way to connect is LinkedIn.
0: Oh, it's Julie, easy. Yes, yeah. it's easy.
1: Julie.Rine, yeah I'm so jealous of Microsoft. So <laughs> <jealous>, i <right? laughs> All
2: right, how about you, Reed? Same thing with me. You can find me on LinkedIn, Reed Ginzel. There's probably not too many of them out there, but if there are, look for the guy with red hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. And the AM alum. That's exactly right. right. Awesome okay well big thanks to Reed Genzel, remarketing program manager and Julie Ryan senior manager for North America returns and remarketing both with HP great conversation we'll, we'll do let's do it again let's, let's not wait two years next
1: time I, I like that. Awesome. I like that. All awesome. Right. Y'all enjoy the rest
0: Thank of you your for conference. for having us. Hey, listeners, hopefully you enjoy the conversation as much as I have. Make sure you connect with Reed and Julie on LinkedIn and elsewhere. We'll have the uh, links in the show notes of the episode page. Uh, hopefully you enjoy the conversation. Hey, make sure you find Supply Chain wherever you get your podcast from. Most importantly, hey, Scott Luton, challenging you to do good to give forward. Be the change that's needed. On that note, we'll see you next time right back here at Supply Chain Now. Thanks, everybody.